0: Speed, accuracy, endurance, focus, and great communication skills are talents to get a race car driver to the checkered flag. These are also just a couple of talents that Jay Von Bank with Quali Real Estate has to help you with all your real estate needs. When you work with Jay during your real estate journey, you can rest assured that he will give everything he has to achieve the end goal that you desire. His devotion to the community and family will have you glad you chose Jay Von Bank with Quali Real Estate, where you'll bank on his expertise.
1: Hey, speaking of making fun of people, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Big Talker, where'd you show, where'd you vanish to on Saturday? Sitting at home Yeah, on my couch. Yeah. See the man of the house at least showed up for a while. Right. You're sitting at home. We had car bomb paying out and fine for him. Was he
0: taking that? Oh yeah.
1: He was bombing at the depot. Oh boy. It was quite the day. I don't think uh I don't think anybody had much hop in their step on no. Sunday. No. No. No, we got to the Elks at eleven thirty and I left the depot at eleven thirty. And don't they have happy hour there to like five or something? Ah, uh, yeah. And then we went to Angelina's. It was a three stop day. We got all over the map. Yeah, we were. Way too uh way too long a day for me. I can't believe the amount of people that were at the depot on Saturday night that I have never seen in my life before. Really? This town's not that big. I don't know where they all come from. Yeah, we had the, the old the, uh, the sponsor was there, too.
0: JVB JV, was there?
1: JVB was there. Pit Boss was there. <laughs> it was quite the event. He had the whole nine yards. Uh, yep.
0: Well, here we go. We got um that's Dan, I'm Jeff. We got Brandon on the uh uh what do we call him? The, uh, production, manager. He's, he's the production manager. He's the production manager of the Gong show. The production manager and we are uh season 2, episode 2. Flying right through the uh right through the episodes already here.
1: So did you uh did you drive here today, or did you uh, strap your skates on and roll down Broadway that no, way? Oh, I must have been. I Seriously, the first thing I thought of last night, when
0: the, uh, did you get the alert at 11 p.m. about the no travel advisory in Douglas County?
1: I was, uh, no, I, w- I didn't watch <clears throat> that, but I knew it was bad because I, I had to stop at Eldon's last night and grab some uh, snacks for the outlaws. are coming over this afternoon for a while. And uh, when I came out of Eldon's and just about landed on my head, then I was driving down, I'm like, ah, 3rd Avenue can't be bad. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't start breaking by the bait shop. You weren't stopping for the stoplight. (laughs) It was brutal. The first
0: thing I said was like, I'm going to get my skates. you got to be able to skate somewhere. I've always wanted to do that, just skate down Broadway. You had to have been able to skate down Broadway last night from the sounds of
1: it. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean – my wife come home from work at ten thirty and she said she couldn't drive more than twenty anywhere <laughs> oh nasty nasty yeah it was it was ugly. I hadn't seen that for a while. I remember one time about oh I don't know probably thirty five years ago we uh we went to church on a Sunday morning about this time of year, and it was raining it was like thirty one degrees in rain, and <laughs> we came out and uh, there was a sheet of ice and everything. It was so icy, we couldn't get off the curb. I mean, you couldn't drive up the crown of the road. It was that icy. It was nuts. And this was probably the closest thing that I've seen to that. Wow. At least we didn't get the... uh wasn't a whole lot of snow out there. A little oh, bit. Yeah. Boy, is
0: it blowing out in the open right now. Man, over by the school, it's horrible over uh, there still. I've
1: heard it <clears throat> bad everywhere. I was almost kind of surprised they even had school today, honestly, with the way the wind's blowing. But I suppose they don't want to have any more snow days because then they got to start making them up. Yeah.
0: And they're, they're out of e-learning days, which I don't... I don't. The state
1: limits you to how many e-learning days? But they, but they were unlimited during COVID. So... Oh, here we go. What? Everybody <laughs> knows. Okay, now, now you got me on the soapbox. <laughs> so when the, state, when the state limits how many e-learning days yeah. you can have, that means that the state is admitting that basically kids don't learn shit when they're at home. Right. But we mandated it for how long because right. it was the only way we could do anything. So essentially you're saying all that stuff we did, didn't work. Yeah. Well, you and I both
0: knew that right out of the shoot. Yeah. Well, we it was seen what our kids were doing. It didn't work I, during COVID. It was which I get that they did, but as of late, the new stuff they've been doing, and they're when they, when they prepare for it and they say, "Hey, we're doing the next two days e-learning." Um, I mean, they they're taking attendance. I mean, your kid's not checked in online. You're getting it's much better. Trust me. Right now, it's much better because we've had some time. But back back, COVID era,
1: Jeff, it was bad. It all you bad. need all you need for e learning is a smartphone to check in online and a smart friend. It's all you need. Don't have to do nothing. I watched numerous people do this. Yeah, well, that's that's you're gonna have that. Street smart or book smart. Right. I take Street Smart every day. <laughs> they were Street Smart, that was for sure.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so who knows? I, I just I didn't i didn't know the e-learning thing until i got an email and said hey we're out of e-learning days i'm like Whoa, what like what's the point you live in minnesota you don't know you can't predict how many e-learning days you're gonna have and now that every time it sprinkles a little bit they're canceling school so i mean it's like ah whatever 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 whatever, whatever. well you want to get going with our first racing topic <coughs> what's that topic today Historic improvements to the Speedway Motors Wissota 100. Did you read the article? <laughs> I did. I did. Well, I know we were, uh, we were both a little harsh on the Wissota 100 last year for for certain reasons. And, um, of course, we went up to the 100 last year on, how was it, Wednesday? We were chilling. Were you hanging out?
1: Well, I went more days. But, yeah, you just showed up I went on Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah. And then um, I suppose that's hockey season was already rolling, I oh, suppose. Oh, the huh? hell. Your um, couch was calling your name. Who? Your couch. Who? When? That weekend. You didn't go. You just stayed You're, home. Are you, are you the one that stayed up there till 2 a.m. a couple of those days? Damn right. 3 a.m.
0: or whatever it was. Well, some, well, you, you
1: were there Saturday, didn't you? I was there Saturday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> S- yeah, but you somebody. left
1: early. I listened to the thing all the way home, <laughs> and I turned it on. It was such a drawn-out gong show. <laughs> I got home. I turned on my TV, and I still watched. Yeah, that's right. Brandon Last was there this- doing production. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so there was two <laughs> races left when I left. The late model race had just started. Yep. And I freight trained. Seen it, seen the green fly, watched three laps. I'm like, know where this is going. I'm That's out right. You here. missed
0: the best two features of the whole weekend. No, no,
1: no, yeah. no. I only missed one race because I drove my ass home, 45-minute drive. Well, you
0: had the Superstocks on the track. They were going to take an Listened
1: hour. Listen to it. Listened to old Kroge on the radio. Walked in the door. Fired up the old DRC and I watched the end of it. I think I went to bed about four in the morning.
0: (laughs) At least you got to see a great mod race.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. Super
0: race was good. The mod race was good.
1: I, yeah.
0: So anyway, we were, and we talked to Rod last year and it was more, we just kind of let our frustrations, a lot of it was the. It's coming from a driver's standpoint because, you know, we had a bunch of drivers at, at the Speedway, at Viking Speedway, that were complaining about, you know, hey, they said, hey, thanks for looking out for us with all these costs at the Wisota 100 right? Um, with these drivers. So we, we took care of that and did that. So I see, uh, and obviously, we, you know, we talked about format and all that good stuff. So you got the structural buildings, Wisota Late Model Challenge Series, and adding a brand-new premier event at the Wisota 100. What's the premier event? Well, I'm, I'm getting there. There, I don't. I'm trying to get there.
1: Is that the deal at Bemidji? Um,
0: obviously, the race of champions have been removed. We we talked about that last week.
1: Yeah,
0: um, they're crowning the champion and MPH is that miles per hour? I don't <laughs> know. AFCO Invitational to serve as prelude to the 100 for the Mod 4s, Pure Stocks, and Hornets. That's a Bemidji. The weekend before is that what they're doing with that deal? Yeah. I didn't. I just saw the headline Dedicated show,
1: of dedicated show for those three classes the weekend before, which I think is a smart move. Now, so I see it. You see it. They announce it on Facebook, and then there's people bitching. Well, then, yeah, you're telling them they're not important enough to race the 100. No, here's the deal. They were offered the chance to race the 100. Those are lower budget teams. They're not coming on Tuesday or Wednesday and burning vacation time to go right. spend an astronomical amount of money right. to race at a race when they basically get a bucket of chicken and a gift certificate if they win. Right. There's no money in it for them. So this was smart. Give them their own event in an area where there's a lot of those cars so they can, they can have a good show with a decent purse not have to, it's on Saturday or Saturday or Sunday, probably. It's on Sunday. So yeah, so, so practice after. Is Saturday. And then it's on the Kiax Bemidji races on Sundays. Then they're going to run the show up there. They're all going to get paid a decent deal, have their good old time. And they don't have to go spend $8,000 to race the 100. Well, and then the, flip, sense.
0: the flip side is that, too, is the location. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's a good spot for yeah, them. Well, mod i I'm pretty
0: sure they run them there weekly, don't they? Yeah. And there, there's always Mod 4s up in that area. Yeah, and there's a lot uh, of Hornets up there. And that's the only place where there's basically pier stocks. Yep,
1: northern Minnesota. Yeah,
0: is, is up there. So hopefully – and, and um, the flip side is um, Bemidji does a great job. They usually jam the stands there, and it's a rowdy track. I don't know if you ever – I know we watched, oh, yeah. we watched a couple shows. I haven't been up there since – well, I'm going to throw old school here. I've been up there once, 1987. Uh, that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. My dad went up there. With his old uh, sportsman's car, and
1: when I was running around with Corey Wendland, we raced there weekly. Yep. yep. Late nineties, two thousand ish. I don't remember the exact year, but we went there every week. So they got that brewing now, which you know I think that's going to be, uh,
0: you know, bigger stage they, they talk about here in the article, which I definitely think that's going to be. Um, so I think that'll be. Uh, it was they needed to do something. That, it was hard to it was hard to see nine pure stocks and
1: well and they were playing those three classes for that Wasota 100 they were all treated like second fiddle at the yeah. event anyway give them their own show where there's nobody else there and they're the deal there 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 should
0: be 70 80 100 hornets i mean you know what i mean and do something to get them all there i don't there. think they're going to get that no they're not going to but i think but they're, but they're probably going to get i bet they'll get I bet they'll get 30 or 40. Right. I mean, you look at all the IMCA and USRA and everybody else, they're with their, what do they call them? The, tuners. The tuners or the trophies or whatever they call them down there or whatever they, I mean, they're jam-packing them. I mean, look wow. at all the ones that showed up to, I mean, obviously it's Bristol, but you still got people showing up.
1: You're, you just said something in that statement that was a mouthful. IMCA and USRA, they're marketing those classes better right. than what is. Right. And that's why they're getting cars. I mean... The Wasota sanctioned tracks, that and that sanctioning body sanctioning them, they don't get any more cars on a given night than Viking gets with unsanctioned unsanctioned right. cars like that. Right. So probably actually some of those tracks are getting less. One one hundred percent. It it uh, this this all to me goes back to where does wisota draw a line with sanctioning, and I think sanctioning entry level classes is a dumb thing to do, because. What does sanctioning do? Drives up costs because they gotta buy a license now, right? And then there's these uniform rules, and then it it encourages them to travel. They're entry level classes. They're not they shouldn't be encouraged to travel. Right. They should be encouraged to race in their backyard to keep it cheap. Right. So to me, sanctioning is counterproductive for entry level classes. Every area, like with what Viking and Fergus got with the short trackers. They got the same rules. The tracks are within 45 minutes of each other. The guys that are in Elbow Lake, they got the same distance to drive Friday and Saturday. They can race two nights if they want. And the other thing that I don't like about entry-level classes, points. Don't make these guys feel obligated. They have to show up and race every week (laughs) because a lot of them don't have the budget to do it, and then it ruins it. You know? (laughs) Trophies and checks. It's all that matters. So yeah, they're so they're uh, they're out, they're doing a couple
0: things. Obviously, I you know I, you know they want to try to you know I think the lot of knock on everything is they want to improve the Wasoto One Hundred, make it bigger, make it better because it is our Super Bowl. It obviously is. Well, I know how you can um, do that real easy. And, well, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with that, but uh, at least they're trying. They're trying to do they something are. and um, t- trying to um, you know trying to get some more late models there. Obviously, that's your premier class, and uh, obviously we know where that late model classes right now financially but um you know just trying to do some stuff and get some more get some more people there i think the attendance needs to go up especially with uh i mean you're at the best facility to watch a race i mean uh hands down i-94 with the facility it's the most fan-friendly facility around obviously cedar lake and there's a couple other ones but um it's a great place to be it's got everything there it's easy access so um you just got to keep working and i think rod's trying to do the best he can and make the Soto 100 bigger. Well, you're
1: never going to get it all right overnight. No, no. These are, and Brandon and I were talking about this before you got here, this board-run organization. This isn't like the IMCA Super Nationals where Brett Root wakes up in the morning and says, you know what, guys, we're doing this this year, calls the guy at Boone and says, hey, we're doing a format change. It's a done deal. Right. You got all these guys that all got different opinions and all got different agendas that are all voting on this stuff and then you got a competition committee involved and you got all, you got all these moving parts. Nothing happens overnight in board in board run organizations. Right. So I think the takeaway that I have from this is they made two very good decisions this year. Gassing the race of champions was smart because it had lost its luster. We talked about that last week. And then getting rid of those three three classes and giving them their own event. So they don't feel like second rate citizens Yep. when they're still there contributing to the show. That was good. Uh, the jury's out on the challenge series on Wednesday. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how it's going to work. It's definitely going to change the format of the late models for the 100 because those two formats aren't compatible with right. each other, but we'll get through a year and see what it looks like and see how it goes. I, I think it will maybe draw some cars because, I mean, it's a $2,500 to win event they're having on that Wednesday night. So that should get a few more guys to make the trip <clears throat> and hopefully help the crowd. Well, um, it should. and Hopefully. It... This is the thing. <laughs> Excuse me. This is the problem with the 100. You and I both know that Wednesday is the best night to go watch the races. Yep. Because that's when all the dogs are trying to get the pole. That's, that's when they're, everybody's racing. Nobody's accepted a spot yet, so you're you're not twenty four cars down in the top three classes. Everybody's there. Not a lot of people drive very far on a Wednesday night when they gotta go to work Thursday morning. No. Nope. So somehow and and I I don't know, this is me. The format they had for the one hundred when they ran it at Cedar Lake in the in the late nineteen nineties was the cat's meow. Number 1 they had to use that format because there was so many more race cars. Right. Yep. They the format they run now it would have taken 2 weeks. Yep, because there were so many cars. But that was the format. And the drivers loved it too because they didn't have to they didn't have to race every day. They didn't spend near as much money. So the tire the tire bills less. Everything was everything was better. It's already been done. It's been executed. Switch it. Right. Go back to that format. <clears throat> right. It gives people it gives people a lot more of a vacation atmosphere because you don't have to be lock stock and barrel every day working on your race car. Would you still stick to the would you still
0: cuz they ran the street. Remember they ran the streeters and the B-mods on Wednesday. Yeah. They were done. Yep. You got them the heck out of the way. You don't need to do that Um, anymore
1: because the car counts aren't as big,
0: right? Well, but yeah, but you didn't have as many B mods back in the day, though. You did. The supers
1: had the most cars. They always did. It wasn't. It was. It was the. uh, Yeah, mod fours and the B mods, right? Well, no, the streeters ran. I remember going to uh,
0: Cedar Lake. I'm pretty sure it was the.
1: See the street stock class. I think is bigger now. Yeah, it's way bigger.
0: It's way bigger than it was back but in the day.
1: But the modifieds. I mean, remember
0: the Streeter guys used to run Wednesday and Cedar, and they Paulson and them guys would hop in and go over right the, and run the Western and Aberdeen. Well,
1: Nealon did that. Yep, he ran both events a couple so of years. I think Paulson
0: won them both one year. Did he not? He did. And yeah, he, he, yeah. They just used to hop in and, and get your points. Yeah, they
1: run cross country, right, and right? Go scalp two checks and go home. Yep, yep. But I, I don't know that. You could run the you could run the whole thing. Obviously, you still do – you don't have Mod 4s, Hornets, and Piers. You just let them still do their own deal. Yep. Because there's there's no Mod 4s left. Remember how many Mod 4s there used to be? A lot. It was the biggest class at Viking for a few years. And they can't even fill a 33-car field now at the 100? No. No, I think they had, what, 23 last year or something like that. So, I don't know. Um, But that format was the deal. And – more people, more people came, and you can have the debate Cedar Lake, I ninety four. What's the better facility? You can do that all day long. That's- I'm a Cedar Lake guy because I think the track's a little more racy because of the walls don't jet out so bad. Right, it, it's right. better that way. There's not as many rocks. It's guy. It's I, I like it better, but. Central location, you can't. It's pretty hard no. to beat. Fergus, no. no, no. So, no. I don't know.
0: And I, I, don't mind the format now. It's it's too long. It's the weeks too long. Yeah. Um. That's the. thing. I like what they're trying to do. The you only, know, and we talked about this. The thing I don't like about the format is a no national points for the feature on Saturday. You don't get any points. I mean, that's that's that, dumb. That's stupid. Yep. Okay. That's completely stupid. Um. And then, you know, I this this wednesday, thursday, friday get your second chance on thursday and get your third chance on on friday if things don't work out and you can still start on the front row. I don't like it.
1: That's participation right. metal crap.
0: Right. Do your first 888 eight, eight and, and let's go, you know, and run give more national points on Wednesday. You know, lower it on Thursday no. and lower it on Friday. Do you want to do that? No. Okay? Or else not
1: but then, but then you know, no national points all week. You're still only for the big show. Well, you could, but and 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 I still think you, you could could one and a half times, one and a half times points for the big show. You could do that. Put an incentive on it. No points during the week. Right. None.
0: Because right. your your travel your your national point guys are going to show up anyway.
1: Well, and the majority of the other guys showing up there aren't running for national points anyway, so they don't care about points. Jeff, here's the deal. If you get rid of the national points Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you qualify. You're in. You don't. You don't get. You don't get to. You don't get to do that, play that game. Then the other right. thing is, inside, outside, middle, uh-uh, gas that bullshit too. First eight spots on Wednesday. When everybody, when all the dogs are barking, first eight spots. Right. Second eight <laughs> spots on Thursday. That That's like, that'd be like saying you could get the poll on Friday night at Knoxville Nationals on Hard Knocks night.
0: Yeah, that ain't happening. No, that ain't happening.
1: Right. That that ain't the way it works. Get rid of this, get rid of this watered down if you want to sit on the pole at the 100 or if you want to sit in the front two rows, you got to beat everybody. Yep. Is that unreasonable? Nope. I still want to go back to the old format. <laughs> <laughs> I I I seriously think it would be better. Guys would spend guys would spend less money racing. They'd stay there and party and watch so it'd be a better experience. The track would make way more money because they'd sell way more beer and concessions because these guys wouldn't be right guys and their crews wouldn't be racing every well they
0: had when they when cedar when aberdeen they were about 70 to 80 supers but you had 120 150 150 150 150 at that one year at cedar but you only you only had to run two days (sighs) because remember they never ran the supers always came in friday yeah and they ran friday saturday yeah, we had sit there two days. you didn't have to come in on Tuesday to practice, and then sit there all week.
1: C mains, B mains, and A mains on Saturdays. that's yeah. all it was. Well, that was easy. No, they didn't. No, they ran C mains the same night as the heat races, didn't they? Nah, I don't know. I, I thought it was just Bs and As on
0: Saturday. And I, it was a full I, I can't show. What they, but I know they. I know they. Uh, I know they always brought the supers in on a separate day than the mods and the lates because you always know, you had too many of them, and you had to run your. Thirteen, fourteen heat races, or whatever in the hell it was.
1: Well, they they <clears throat> did run. They did run the sea mains on the same night as the heats, because not everybody raced on Saturday night.
0: That could be. I, I remember that. Yeah, because they had to get people out of the pits. That they had to get some cars out yeah, of there.
1: But look what it did to the grandstand.
0: Yeah, they didn't yeah. go home. They well, stayed that's why you had that many cars with their buddies. You could work all week. You could yeah. work on Friday even,
1: and then head down there. And, yeah, you could. Yeah. Right, the mods got the mods ran Thursday night, yeah. so that, those guys it's, had to be there on Thursday. It's one extra day, but not a still big deal. Two days, yeah. And it, somebody's always got somebody to haul the rig down. You could work till noon on Thursday, still go there and race the whole weekend. Yep. Now you basically you got to be there on Tuesday because if you ain't there for practice, you're out to lunch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cedar cause Lake why, format. Yeah.
0: That's why we. I, I used to always. I went to Western a couple times, and it was Friday. He'd run your heat, and boom, and. If you got into a B, great. No. I know
1: Rod's listening to this because he listens to all of them because he wants to find <laughs> out what we're saying. Nice work, Rod. I like the changes, but go back to the Cedar Lake format next year. <laughs> Everybody will be happy. You will have more race cars. You will sell more beer, and you'll sell more food. And that's scary because if the grandstand's more full, how are you going to keep up? Right, right, <laughs> right.
0: No, I think that was all the news in uh... – in Wissota Land, we forgot anyway. to talk
1: about something last week that we need to talk about. Oh boy, it's now, big. What did we forget? Dan Ebert won King of America. We did.
0: We forgot to talk about that. I was going to bring up the Snooze Fest USMTS race from last weekend when she. I uh, fell
1: asleep before it started, so you're telling me I didn't miss nothing.
0: The uh, so you had there was three races last week, three big races. You had the MLRA and Luke at Lucas Oil Speedway. And then you had um, the USMTS that was in Louisiana. And then you had the World Outlaws were at, is it Devil's Bowl? Is that what Texas. it is? Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, all three races were horrible. It was disappointing. Um, the World dollar race was choo-choo on Friday. It wasn't very good on Saturday. And then the USMTS locked down. I can't even remember. I don't even remember who won the thing. The Tyler Wolf win it? I think. Yeah, he did. Tyler Wolf won it on Saturday. Um, and then, who Davenport just killed him at at uh, Lucas Oil Speedway in the MLRA race? would they had 40, 48, 49 cars there? It was a decent, but wow. it wasn't. He it was Davenport
1: showing up to an MLRA it, race. Uh, nah, <laughs> sorry that that guy that guy curb stomps everybody on the national tour. You send him to a regional show. Yeah. It's gonna be a long day for them. It boys. was a
0: snooze fest, and it, the night took for. They only had three classes, and the night took forever because they, well, f- the f- I can't remember one of the fr- I think it was both nights. Um, the track it was basically rubbered up in the after qualifying. The dust was. Well, it flying. was Friday.
1: Pierce had fast time. Yep, and I and as soon as qualifying was done, they had the they had the out there tilling the track up. Well, I'm like, w- when the last time I saw this happen, I think was. Two years ago at I ninety four when the dust was flying and qualifying with the world all right. showed up. They had and it then was they, dry. They had um and
0: group group B, like the last five guys took the quick time. And I was I'm, I'm sitting in the here rubber. Going, and I'm like, I'm sitting here going, I text A-hole right away I say, Hold on here a sec. How are these he's in the tracks definitely getting faster. And they were I don't it might have been laying down a little bit. The big thing was it cleaned off though. Everybody else was rubbing and running like the marbles. Mm-hmm. It cleaned off, and like that, you don't see a dry slick track. The last five guys are usually in last place. Um, and then you know they tilled the. Um, then they went out and took forever to till it on Saturday and just drugged that show out. Um, uh, but that yeah, so the race wasn't very good. Yeah, so anyway, uh, talk about King America. Congrats, congrats to uh, Dan Ebert, their local uh, local guy based out of St. Cloud. There, he's got his shop and stuff out of. St. Cloud is on the road. He's been running full-time with USMTS now. He's got uh, the new Mullins chassis he's rocking. Um, looks like he's getting that thing going, and he pretty much drove right by everybody of the King
1: America, and uh, adios the way he went. Did you watch it? I did. I didn't. It didn't look like anybody had anything for Terry Phillips. He was just out there driving away and halfway through the race. I think Ebert was in about sixth. Next thing he's in third. And then he got from there was a gap from third to second, and he closed it. He about re- two yeah. two laps, yeah, made quick work of whoever whoever it was, and he was keeping T- that left TP, here. TP was ahead by like two and a half seconds when he got to second, and it wasn't four laps gone, and he was gone. Yeah, and, and Terry Phillips has been a missile in that new bloodline yeah. chassis. Yeah, he, Ebert. As soon as Ebert drove by him, the best thing TP could have done is thrown a log chain out the window and hook it to his bumper because he wasn't getting no closer. No, TP
0: stayed in the stayed. He I, he must have been trying to think it was going to rubber up because he stayed in the black. I'm like, dude, get down in the grip where Ebert's running. His car was too free. He's
1: well, then get in the grip. He just it didn't it wasn't happy.
0: Get he, your left rear down in that grip like Ebert was doing, and I and no one followed him. I don't. I, I, a lot of guys are too tight. They can't get their car to rotate down there. That's what Ebert was able to do. He was getting in. He was rotating the center and picking the gas up way earlier than those guys. And then the rest of them were running the slick. Well, you're running the slick in the mid-corner, and you've got to wait till you're coming on exit to pick the gas up. So uh, it was just a great job of driving by Dan. And um, Like he said in his interview, he was just kind of rooting around. Um, he said, all of a sudden, one lap, I dropped down there, and I was like, holy smokes, is it a lot quicker down here? And then it was basically over with from there.
1: Well, wow. and he said too that they showed up there and they were garbage. Basically, took four shocks they had on the car, threw them in the garbage can, and yep. Put a whole different setup at it and won the race. I mean that that don't happen very often. If that caliber of clown, I mean those guys are good. Yep. all of them.
0: Yep, and uh, and Jeremy Nelson, local Alexandria uh, kids running the uh, series full time. Um, he made the show, and he was he he was running. He ran about top ten on. I've
1: seen he won a heat race this last week. He did. Too. He was running
0: top ten on. Uh, he started eighth on on Saturday, um, and then he was he was trying. He tried to do it the middle and the top, and it wasn't.
1: I mean, one restart he tried, and then he fell back. I think he got about tenth or eleventh. So I'll give that kid props. He's going to a gunfight with a knife. Yeah, I mean, you are running you are running against some monster monster budget teams and and jay mcdonald builds great race cars but jay mcdonald ain't getting a lot of r&d feedback from national touring stuff on that tire he goes out there and he's 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 disadvantaged in that aspect but man does he run good he's competitive every single night every time he goes somewhere good for him
0: if you're thinking of selling your home and not sure what it's worth call will jayvon bank for a complimentary market analysis in the lakes area
1: Gotcha. Wish he'd stay home and race here. But. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and
0: I don't think um, there's nothing going on. I think everybody everything's done till about next couple weeks, isn't it? I don't even. There usually isn't much. We got Easter coming up this weekend, right? so that's
1: usually a pretty slow weekend. Well,
0: you got um, well, Bristol's this weekend, right? So you got the trucks. they're well, on then
1: dirt. they weren't they racing there last weekend because. They uh yeah, the crate Ricky, deal, yeah, Ricky
0: cleaned up and slapped a crate in his car Ricky and he went won, and no up. that was an open show, they had super late models there,
1: oh he had a, he ran a crate though, oh, he did, yeah. I don't know
0: they had super, somebody hooked him up with a crate, and he went they had super late models on my Race pass, so oh. that's what they were listed as, so i I would assume I don't know if they And there was a couple other guys there, but they had
1: a Facebook post, somebody hooked him up with some, and they went,
0: gotcha, and they uh yeah there's. <laughs> Crate models, you want to uh, – <laughs> I was going to send you some pictures of uh, – you know what happens at the crate models at Bristol.
1: You know what, what happens to crate they? models everywhere. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> why you'd bring your crate model to Bristol and run it and think it's going to come home not on a rollback? <laughs>
1: uh, you can't take a crate model to a 3 track with 10 of them and not have it come home on a rollback. Oh, man, with they seen this happen. stuff down oh, there. Oh, it's just – I don't know. So okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> and, and we've done blunt, plenty of crate model bashing on this show because we don't like them. Neither one of us like them. No, in fact, I don't know anybody in the grandstand that likes them. <laughs> but why? Okay, why don't they work? Why? What? What is the problem? Because a lot of these guys got good got good enough equipment. Is it a situation where they got too much rubber? For the shocks that they're given to run, and they're just squirrely, ugly, nasty. Yeah, they could. be. Well, and then, you know,
0: you're – how do you want to put this the nice way? You're, you're, <laughs>
1: you're, you're, I know where you're going.
0: The talent level's not there, to, so to speak, it, and there's a lot of beginners getting into it. And it, it's a late model, you know what I mean? And I've never driven one, so I, I, I don't know. Um, it's the only car I've never driven. Um, so that standpoint – but and, and I think the flip side is you look at some of these – you know, like the Mills kid and some of these guys that do run these crates, they got a ton of money wrapped up in these crate models. And I'm telling you, it ain't just a – Mills just, has got
1: a supercar it, too.
0: It ain't just a crate late model that's cheap. You you do. You see the back half of the field that got their old bullet chassis and their old uh, GRTs and what the, what the class is originally supposed to be, right? Yep. You know, not Rockets and Longhorns in the crate model class, okay? <laughs> right, right off the rollback from what, from Mooresville, North Carolina, right? Right. So I think I think that's one of the issues. Um, I, so, so I think there's a big disparity there from the top guys to the bottom guys. There's no doubt about it in the crate class. Okay. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, the talent level and stuff like that. I'll but, go with
1: you on part of that because this looks and feels a lot like the way the B mod class started. I tried. Yes. When Butch started it. Yep. They had guys that, I mean, every time there's a new class that cheap, that's cheap. And I'm not trying to be a total prick about this when I say this, but this is a lot of guys that could never race anything else and be any good. Try it. Yep. That, that's, that's what well, happens. It's just what it is. Cause it's cheap and they want to race and I get it. It's, it's the It's what they like to do, but there's guys that are good at it, and there's guys that aren't good at it. It's like everything else. You get a lot of those guys because it's cheap, and it's entertainment, doesn't do the grandstand any favors. and then you get young kids that are inexperienced yep. because it's inexpensive. And they want to get their feet wet. Here's my issue with crates. Three or four years into the B mod deal here, it started getting better. Don't seem like that's happening in the crate game. It seems like it's the same old story year after year after year. And I like now, you go watch a B-Mod race. There's sometimes a B-Mod race is the best race of the night at the track. You've got a lot of established guys that if obviously, it's not a B-Mod anymore. We all know that. It's not – you put the car that Butch Baron's developed class for on the track against what they're running now, and that no, thing will get lapped
0: in two laps. That was the intention, and right. I think it was the same thing with the crates. Right. Um, but if the problem is, if you want to build, if you want to build the late model class, okay. So if I was going to buy a crate model, I w- I'm not going to buy some piece of junk. I'm no. going to buy the nice stuff. Run a crate for a year or two, and then jump up to the whether it was sort of late models or the super late models.
1: Remember the first year they had they had the uh, limiteds and at Viking and all these guys are showing up with old cars, and here comes Walden rolling in with a brand-new JMR. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I saw that, Hard, and I'm like, oh, this class is wrecked already. Dustin Bloom going to yeah. buy uh, Overton's Bought car. then then car. And it's <laughs> like, Sorry, Dustin. It's like I'm like, well – Good and <laughs> highway to hell is paved with good intentions. That, you're they, gonna have guys like that, I know, you know and so. it sucks because same with
0: having Jamie Thorsted in the B mods class, right? Thorsted, hundred percent I mean? agree. You, they're gonna say any four barrel carburetor. Well, you're gonna go buy the biggest, baddest four barrel carburetor in the world, and you're gonna put it on your B mod. And he did, yeah, and he did, and then everybody complained. <laughs> well, that it
1: wasn't his fault. I mean, any so there, there's two, carburetor. there's two situations right there situations that could have been prevented if the tech committee would have put out a thorough and complete set of rules before the class got off the ground, right? You, you can't do this half-ass preparation when you're launching a class of cars because just remember one thing, if you think you're the smart guy in the room writing the rule book, there's 18 guys in every garage that are smarter than you, right? Because and they're and those guys, there is no such thing as cheating. It's superior interpretation of the rules. They're not cheating. They never cheated. We just interpret the rules better than you do. Yep. Yep. And every argument comes down to
0: that. And you you would have you would have thought with, um, with Wasoto I uh, they spec everything else on them concepts. Why didn't they just throw a spec? Four barrel
1: carburetor on it, hundred percent. That's what killed. That's what killed the concept motor. When it's a free for all. Oh, okay. Well, we'll kill you there. Yeah, I told you. Or we're going to spec. We're going to spec the valve size. Well, then we're just going to kill you on duration. <laughs> every engine builder. Every engine builder that's making money is smarter than the guy that's writing the rule right. book. Yep. Yep. Because, and it's not that the guys writing the rule book are dumb. They always just forget something. And it's easy to do when you're putting stuff on paper.
0: Yeah, why do you think NASCAR had to hire one guy from each big team to come help them develop this car?
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, and that that car, they and they. <sighs> yeah, that's a, We're not even gonna get it. I haven't even watched one NASCAR race yeah. this year because I just can't stomach it anymore. No, I watch it a little bit, but I don't. Uh... Oh, I, I take that back. I watched the. What do they do? The three. The three green white checkers they tried to do it to five hundred. I watched that and I haven't turned it on since.
0: (laughs) And it still under ended under yellow. Did it not?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it did. (sighs) Yeah. Didn't they didn't they make junk coming out of turn two? And it's like okay, you guys, there's only four you left out here. That's enough. Let them run it. Let them run until there's one car left. Like that's what Tony Stewart said. He goes. Let's take this thing, and if we don't wreck enough cars, let's run half the field forward and half of them backwards, so we make sure we wreck enough stuff when we're done. Because that's what everybody wants to see. <laughs> it's exactly what they should be. You, if I you know over, what I want to see at Daytona? There's only one thing I want to see at Daytona. What's that? I want them to fill that some bitch full of water and have a bass tournament out there because <laughs> there ain't they there in a race worth watching. <laughs> Oh boy, that's where I'm at with Daytona oh, and Talladega. I, I don't mind it. I, I like, I like Indy. I like Indy because it's flat, so it, you got to be a little bit crafty, right? No, restrictor plate races should just go away. I can't wait for All Star Weekend this year. That'll be fun, fun to watch. All somewhere nobody's racing. been for a long time. What's that? North Wilkes You got it. Old, beat-up bullring, gr- grind the tires right off the cars. That's exactly what... Well, they, these guys are the best drivers in the world, right? Yes, they are. All right, then put them on the track that make them prove it. Right. It's not hard to figure out. I've seen people bitching about road courses. Road, That's great. Make them do something other than turn left the same yes. seven racetracks. Fun every watching year. the road course because they I just think it's awesome. Tear stuff up nonstop. <laughs> well, and you know what? Uh, bad behavior. Yeah, it ain't rewarded. Go right. road no. courses. Oh, you want to do that? I'm shoving you in that parking yep. barricade next time by. Yep.
0: How do you think? Um, how do you think old Jonathan Davenport's gonna do in that truck this weekend? That's this weekend, Bristol. Brawl well,
1: dirt race. Okay, so this this is what I think the problem is going to be for him, and it's the same problem every dirt guys had, just about in those trucks. Except Bobby Pierce ran good. It's the sway bar in the front end. The car they 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 react they react so different than these. I mean, they're they're what thirty four hundred pounds. These trucks are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're tanks, man.
1: And they're these guys are used to running running 2300 pound super late models that got way more horsepower than what they got in these trucks and way more suspension it all depends if if he can get the thing underneath him in practice and he's comfortable look out he's probably gonna win that'd be awesome but the reality of it is is i don't know i think they're just too different I think a guy like I think a guy like Tim McCready would probably do better in that deal than Davenport would, just because he's raced so much more different stuff on so many different surfaces, like running a big block modified on asphalt. If you've got experience doing that, that's a huge advantage to you jumping into a truck. Yep. Davenport don't have that. I mean, Davenport raced some on asphalt, but they ran. You know, it's been a long time because they ran out of money doing it. Right. But, right. And I don't know what level they got to or what. I, I'm not – I just know ever since he got in a dirt car, he's killed everybody. I see they don't have a entry list out yet. Did they give the um,
0: – did the winner of the Gateway Nationals get a ride again like last year? Tyler Carp – Tyler Carpenter uh, – He ran two last year, but he yeah. didn't win it this year. No, but
1: – no, they didn't do that this year, but he's got that ride was, again. Because it was
0: turbo, so I don't think they gave
1: – Yeah, Tyler Carpenter – I think he's – that's at Knoxville, I think, that he's running, right? Or is it a Bristol? it was Knoxville. Yeah, at Knoxville, he's running again. So I'm uh I'm interested to see now is Davenport running a cup car or is he running a truck? Truck. Okay.
0: He's running a truck.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The the big thing is is those things are so low on horsepower compared to what he's used to. And they have such bad suspension in the back compared to what he's used to. He's going to have to drive it way different because he can't just crack the throttle and get himself out of trouble anymore. You
0: know? Yeah, so he's got uh, Dirt Drive, the Spire Motorsports, number seven Silverado. And it's got Nutrient Ag all over it.
1: Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah. Yeah. It's white and green. I hope he goes there and I hope he kills him. That'd be awesome. I, I'd love to see him just curb stomp him. He's gonna have he's gonna
0: have a lot of fans there. There's no doubt about that, and that's you know I think a lot of people. Well, with this, with everything being streamed these days, I mean, it, it makes it's making a lot of these dirt guys. You know lot the more funniest. Famous.
1: You know the funniest thing is, until last year, he he'd, a, he'd a went there, he'd have went there and done this race, and if he wins the thing, they'd assign him to a ride. He's making so much money racing on the dirt right now. I don't think he'd even take it. And think he's,
0: about that. He's oh, right. He's got his uh he's got a souvenir hauler set up outside at oh, Bristol already. Can you imagine Ooh. how much money he's gonna <laughs> haul in
1: on that baby this weekend? Oh man. Well that's wild. Better
0: time for you to give your shout out to we're to give our shout out to our sponsors. What do you think of that, Dan?
1: Yeah, old J V B. Me and J V B got a little process little project going on this weekend, eh, or on Friday. Oh boy. Yeah, we're gonna go make some beer sticks on my dad. Oh dad's. boy. Yeah. We're gonna guinea pig it. L. Javon Bank, Quality Real Estate. He was out at the home show this last weekend. Was he? I saw that. I saw him yeah. s-
0: sitting out there at the home show.
1: He uh, he said it was. He said it was all right, but he said it, he expected more foot traffic than what there was. He said it wasn't yeah. wasn't crazy wasn't crazy crazy busy, but he said yeah, he's good. I talked to a few new people, and which is always a good thing. So yeah, huh. real estate real estate market still uh, still cranking. Yeah, so yeah, if you got to go, uh, if you want to buy a house, go call Jay. Right, he's your guy. And then uh, Elevate Visual Video
0: Production, um, another sponsor of ours. So make sure. Um, and what that is, and Brandon, he's sitting right here. Um, so I'm going to read your post here, Brandon. So if you're a realtor looking for drone or video footage of your property, um, or just want a business wanting to promote your brand or your services, contact Brandon at Elevate Visual Video Production. He's got a drone going, and you can. Uh, swoop that baby around
1: and check out the land and check everything out so you know what we should do we should give him a mic instead of just having him with headphones in here because then there could be one smart guy injecting stuff into the conversation once in a while true but <laughs> we have a microphone and you don't <laughs> <laughs> these microphones are so damn good though he could say whatever he wants and come right through them I mean, probably these are dandy he probably probably would happen so um
0: i don't know we were dan you were supposed to um track down any more um
1: what you you wrap up a sponsor for the no, dirt podcast no for i i i had i haven't had any time to even touch that because i've been so busy <laughs> this week with everything else in the world like running my business but uh i got some uh i got some ideas <laughs> and i got some i got some people that are i think kind of motivated to do something good so yeah we uh we're gonna do that. I, I tried to this weekend when we were when we were out celebrating. When you when you sallied out and stayed home. Yep. Working on. I think we're gonna have some pit correspondents come with us down to the Mississippi Thunder. Ah, we're gonna get some ah. more folks. We're gonna get some more input from different people because we see the same stuff every day and we do the same thing. So I thought, well, shit, if we're gonna drive down there, we might as well fill the thing <laughs> up, get some more <laughs> views what do you think of that we'll be going um uh, did you see the purse for that show yeah i sure did About had a heart attack when i saw it no wonder why he, like you said no wonder why he's got because he's running you two hundred and sixty two thousand dollars in three days was it uh
0: just usra mods is that the yeah. only class yeah
1: so they're gonna get essentially the same they're gonna get essentially the same guys you minus about to pay the eight
0: purse. is um so obviously usmts must be off that weekend
1: I don't know. I don't care. All I know is that show is going to be Gong Show. Well, hey, yeah, but if they're not, so, all those guys are going to show up. Well, here's the deal. Is Lucas Oil racing that weekend?
0: I don't think. I don't. I know. Because I, I if
1: they're not, Davenport and all I the dogs they, are going to show up for fifty grand. I
0: thought they tried getting their schedules all changed. So well, you're on your phone all the time,
1: so you look that up right now. No,
0: USMTS, know. May 3rd, 4th, 5th, down at Lakeside.
1: Okay, for four days or so, so that's gonna kill that. Which you know what though, that that's okay, because then they won't have to do as much track prep.
0: Well, on the flip side, is he might get um, for us he might get some more locals down there. Gonna be able to compete. They ain't going.
1: You never know. Well, maybe. Probably still gonna be six inches of I snow. I mean, shit, on the you don't think Sebraski's so gonna be in hot carls' car again? He'll be in his own car. No, he'll be in. Lucas, got, uh, what are they doing? What's Lucas?
0: It's May fourth, fifth, and sixth, right? Yeah. Atomic Ponderosa, Florence. Oh, no, Ralph that's, Latham Memorial. That they moved sucks. That? The Ralph Latham never used to be on that day, did it? I
1: thought it was in the fall. That sucks.
0: Did that one get? Uh, where's that at? That, that's
1: gonna that's gonna kill that race.
0: The Ralph Latham, yeah. See, they never ran. No, it is. It always it got postponed last year, but it was just May seventh. So they, Lucas must have ran that last year.
1: But who these yeah. fifty grand races? They they gotta figure something out. But I get it. Lucas has got okay. So these tracks, or they run Lucas every single year, right? Yep. And then you get. You get a big race like this Dairyland Showdown going on at Mississippi Thunder. That pops up. It's a new event. You can't tell those guys that have been subverting your tour for the last two decades. Right. Oh, can't race your weekend this year because World Outlaws is running a 50 grand to win and all the guys want to go there.
0: Well, and then I guarantee that Latham's not paying, what, 15, 20?
1: I think that's a 30 grand race if I remember right. I might be wrong, but. So all the Lucas cars are gonna be down there. Correct. So there's 15 studs that ain't coming to the party. They're only gonna have 50 cars.
0: No, yeah, because they're only gonna have, uh... they
1: have. They ain't gonna have. They ain't gonna have 50 cars. They won't. They won't have 50 cars for 50 grand. Because how many cars did they have at the USA Nationals last year? 52. Think so. Okay, and that's an open weekend when everybody can come and play. So you take fifty two, subtract fifteen, you're down to thirty seven. They're gonna get a, they'll get a couple, a few more local guys, maybe. They might have forty.
0: Forty seven on Saturday at the USA Nationals.
1: So that means they're only gonna get about thirty two cars. Thirty two plus about thirty five cars. That's all they're gonna get.
0: So you had last year, you had I only had thirty nine last year.
1: Thirty nine. 39 studs. You had
0: 39 and then um, 71 mods. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. Well, not having a USMTS is Alberson's good. Elberson's
0: running Lucas, right? Correct. He was there last year. Um, Davenport was there last year. Yeah. He won't be there. Which ones is Bruning running Lucas and Clant running World? I think or what they're are they both
1: doing? running World. They're both? I think so.
0: Dillard, Tanner English, Herb, Herb. Turbo was there. Yeah, he won't, he be, won't there this be there.
1: Way.
0: See, but then you had Giassi and Glenns, which is great. Those because those guys got open cars. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have all these guys. Hammer ain't gonna be there. He ain't gonna be there. Hughes isn't Hughes running? Lucas. Lucas? Marlar's running Lucas. Yep. Well, Sorensen will be in Jimmy Mars's car. Yeah. Um, Lance Matthews hopefully won't wreck the. F- Let wreck Tyler Bruning again this year. Tyler Uh,
1: Bruning ran into the back of Lance Matthews. Jimmy
0: Owens. Lucas. Pierce will be there. No Josh Richards. He's not even racing. Right. What Stormy Scott going to be there? I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. B-Shep. Simpsons. You're going to have Jake Tim and the
1: local guys. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Um, Who else are you going to add? You're going to get, you know what, though? I think a lot of the Illinois guys will probably come up. Especially when Lucas is running the same weekend, you take fifteen studs out of the mix, and those regional guys are going to show up. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Spatola and some of those guys showed up to run that race. Shirley, where was Shirley? I don't know. He, he wasn't there. I don't know.
0: Are they over cherry picking over in Illinois for their fifteen hundred bucks? Yeah, probably. Who knows?
1: Seventy-one mods though, so you're not yeah. going to have that. Which means we're probably going to get to watch the whole show this year and ain't going to have to leave early. There won't be as many cars. Last year, we watched a mod race on your phone on the way home. We got the hell out of there. That was pretty it was late. 11.30 when we left. didn't get home until 3. Hmm. See, I don't know. You know what's on TV today, Crows? Twins? I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I would assume. I would assume they are because they well, think they, they finally
0: d- they lost last night. Five, yeah, I think won, it's won a
1: or boy can that
0: guy pitch, eh?
1: Oh, he's oh nasty. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um, I think um, I think that's a day game today. Masters
1: right? Masters par three contest. Oh, Masters
0: par. This is um, one of the caddies going to take d- her out on uh, what is it? What is the hole is that they usually do that on? Well, no, the fourteen, thirteen. Par- well, they used to do the par threes, but it's the one on the back where they always some caddy gets no, out they, and always hits a hole in one. They
1: one. do it on the par three course. They have a par three course at Augusta. That's where the par-3 yeah, three but
0: it, is. it ties into the par three course comes in on the back. Right? And they use one of the regular holes. Right? I don't know or about no. that. No?
1: I don't know about that.
0: We'll have to get a hold of our other sponsor, the Genie of the Golf
1: Pros over there and see if yeah, see what's. I was giving Johnny Sizzle <laughs> the business about standing tea time on Saturday night because he showed up too when you were sitting on your couch. <laughs> see, every, you were the one talking a big game last week about how it was going to be a meltdown weekend. Well, Mr. Events Coordinator didn't I'm show still, up. Until. Uh, crying in my soup over last weekend oh quit your crying cry baby i, missed, I got a, hey i'm gonna miss my a, bonus you got a piece of uh you got a piece of no uh black like nose cone material or just old shit laying around <laughs> at the team 29 shop dude i ran have been running super socks for 20 some years i'm sure i got something okay good because i gotta do a little rivet rivet pass <laughs> job on their inner fender fender liner on evan's car and I'm thinking, how am I going to fix this? Oh, yeah, Cruiser's got to have some junk land in the shop. That'll take care of this problem. Got everything fixed now, baby, except the blinkers. I don't know. I think I might have – I think when the wire's shredded, it might have smoked that flasher module or that yeah, relay. Yeah. Yeah, so I got – that's all. Everything else works, so we're good. Evan's like, I don't need blinkers. I'll just use hand signals off the window to hell with them. <laughs> we'll like we'll call the uh, local PD yeah <laughs> told him i said uh sanborn likes you today if you do that too long you might not like you tomorrow <laughs> oh
0: man oh man yeah what time are we at in this thing now it's about time to wrap her up we're at a uh, 54 minutes 55 minutes oh, that's probably about where we want to keep it anyway you got to prepare for your big meeting
1: i gotta yeah i got a bunch of stuff i gotta do today um so what are we going to do? Are we going to start going through track schedules and stuff next week or what?
0: Yeah, we should probably start doing that. Get... the snow
1: is going to start melting next week.
0: Yeah, eventually, obviously, um, Cedar Lake was supposed to open this weekend. They canceled. Ogilvy was supposed to either have practice. Are they supposed to have practice this weekend? I don't know. Open? I don't know. I don't.
1: You know who the only smart guy in the room is right now? We'll
0: have to give Nate a call and see what's going on over in Ogilvy.
1: You know who the only smart guy in the room is right now as far as track promoters? Um, well, there's Three guys sitting in here. Trantina. Made a a post. Seasons postponed until Mother Nature cooperates. Not this week by week crap. We're just going to put it out there. Don't even bother wasting your time. And we'll let you know when things are looking up. Yep. Everybody knows nothing's going to happen for at least three weeks. Yeah. If it was 70 for three weeks. Relax, people. I still don't think any of these places are going to have a car on the track. Right. There's so much snow to melt. So much shit to dry up, so much track prep work to do. I mean, it was wet last fall. Oof! You imagine what kind of sponges these race tracks oh. are going to be. It's going to be bad. It's yeah, gonna it's going to be rough.
0: Take your time. Let the weather get nice. We got all summer to race, right?
1: Yeah. And then uh, tune in to Kick FM at eight twenty on Friday morning to get the lowdown on the uh, big revved up announcement that's coming. Is that when it's going down? Yep.
0: Friday morning at what time? Eight twenty. Way before or after my bedtime, so
1: are, <laughs> in the morning, you not had.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, that's now, I mean my sleep time, I'm good, meant. yeah, yeah, that's about right, for No, eight twenty, I'll be dropping no, I'm where am I going? I'm mad out of town this weekend, right,
1: you're still disoriented from the St. Louis trip, yeah. you don't know what the hell's going on
0: still, so are are you leaving this weekend still- yeah, still doubled up, where are you going? I can't tell you it's classified information Cla- classified information
1: so that must mean you didn't tell your wife where you're going then either no she knows well then what's classified about it nothing i'm gonna i'm gonna gps your phone i'm gonna not, hijack no. you
0: we're heading down to sioux falls for not the a, weekend
1: not a bad choice no,
0: no. I, I think we're uh, what's going on down there nothing the big water park hotel we're gonna take the kids and oh a uh, little different place for a couple days um, flip side is the Sioux Falls Stampede in town, mm-hmm. the USHL team. Um, Brandon Wildung is their goalie coach, and if you know that, you know Brandon yep. Wildung, Jeff's yeah, yeah. son. Um, so I obviously know him real well. And Eric Rudd's the head coach down there. He used to be the assistant at St. Cloud. Um, I know him, so I might have to shoot a text or an email across to um, see if I can't score four tickets to the Sioux Falls Stampede game. I'm sure you probably get that figured. Yeah, out. Yeah, I can get that figured out. Now
1: here's the ne- Here's the here's the next question about this. Are you, your wife, and your kids not just totally sick and tired of hockey by this time of year?
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> depends. With With the way things went in the season and how much fun we had through the playoffs, yeah. you just kind of wanted to keep going. You know what I mean? So, you know, where like last year was we got killed in the first round, you're like, let's get done with it. So it kind of right. goes by kind of how the season goes and stuff like that. But, no, it gets – it gets to be long, and I'm. That's why I'm super glad why I'm not in the NHL because they still month. Have, they have two weekends regular season, and then the playoffs start. It's like, and they start at the end of August. It's like you have no, you have no summer and no you, time know I, you know what you know what i
1: really wouldn't want to be for NA, NHL. I'd really wouldn't want to be a team owner, right? How do you how do you keep people coming in and buying tickets for your games? When you start as early as they do and you end as late as they do, yeah, I can't. When, I'm sorry, but when the snow is melting and golf courses are starting to open up, yeah. you ain't selling hockey tickets. Nope, that's the same thing with ski resorts. Twenty-eight home games those teams got. Yeah, Oof. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what what how much snow you got on your slopes. Once the weather warms up and people are start dragging their their patio equipment out of the shed and because the snow melted, they ain't coming skiing no more. Same deal. You guys got the right gig here. It's just, it's about right. Yeah, and it is because about right. Because by the time you get to the end of the season, people are losing their luster in the deal, and then the playoffs starts, and they're like, "Well, I guess we'll keep going." And then you know, it works out good. Well, and you give these kids some time off too, right?
0: You know, this nonstop year-round stuff ain't the way to go. Just it get, you know, give give these kids like I told my guys, take a month off, at least a month or two off. Let your body recover. You don't like I already got guys. I want to get on the ice. No. You don't need to get on the ice right now. You're doing yourself no good.
1: All anybody needs to know is 1996 was the best hockey team Alexandria's <laughs> ever had and will ever see, ever. And everybody had at least seven months off. Yeah. Touched ice once in the summer. Oh, uh, so what are we doing today? Oh, hang the skates up. Time to go to Fillmore Park and play baseball. Exactly. That's that summer camp. So, well, Live anyway. Live and die in
0: the weight room, so. Yeah. there you have it folks um stay tuned to our facebook page um all that good stuff um, for more uh content about the dirt and uh we're back weekly we're going to get back here doing weekly all the way through the course of the um summer um into the fall again um like i said that's dan and i'm jeff and we are out of here